0: Hey guys, welcome back to Talks with Maria in episode 193. We're talking about my spiritual stomach flu experience from Cabo and a little bit about business and spirituality. Please remember to check out Confident Business Women's Academy and my expand business program. And uh, let's dive in. July 4th, and um, what is happening in my world? Well, I have some amazing things happening. Um, I I do have to say and share something really interesting. We'd come back from Cabo like a few weeks ago, a couple weeks ago, um, you know, doing this amazing trip for my partner and celebrating Father's Day. And one of the things that had come back with me is a stomach flu and how this stomach flu was essentially some sort of like weird Thing my body was doing to kind of release the toxins in my body, right? and just like how there's like a financial thermostat in our body where you know if you don't heal your money blocks and let's say you're just used to making like $50,000 a year, and uh, let's say you make a surplus one year and your, your mental psyche is not used to that, it will do whatever it takes to keep you at that financial thermostat that it's comfortable in, right? So it'll spend the money, it'll find reasons to spend the money, it'll attract circumstances and opportunities for you to spend the money um, and then have you be in the same place where you are at financially because you have not healed your financial money blocks. And um, if you notice that happening to you in your business, like you know you are signing on clients, however you just seem to not be getting anywhere or you just seem to be in the same place as you were. Or it's kind of like a hard push to have exponential growth well that is connected to some sort of like financial thermostat like it's kind of causing you to find a safe place in your income range that you're used to like that right so just like with that same idea in theory my body was doing the same thing so you know right before we were packing you know if if y'all know about packing you gotta weigh your shit right you gotta weigh your luggage to make sure it's within the um weight of your suitcase that you're gonna check in so we weighed the thing guys i don't ever weigh myself ever um I don't ever weigh, like, um, yeah, I honked at this guy who was on his phone while I'm recording this podcast. At least I'm paying fucking attention. Jesus Lord. Um, sending him love, sending him blessings. Okay. So, you know, with this, with us packing and stuff and I weighed myself and I was maybe, like a hundred I think like 169 or something like that and you know one of the things about me is that I don't go off the numbers on the scale I usually go off of how my clothes fit me like if my clothes don't fit me comfortably then you know I have to start looking at okay do I want to go up a size in my shorts and my jeans or do I just want to wear dresses? <laughs> you know, like, and then usually I'm like, fuck it. I'm just going to wear dresses. Or I'm going to wear things that don't require, like, me having to button up some shorts. Um, because really, you know, there there is a level of... I do have some body confidence. Um, only because I just never really had an issue with weight. Like, growing up, I've always... Been able to eat pretty much anything and work out very minimal. Like, you know, my minimal my workout routine is super sporadic, while my partner is very rigorous with his workout, and um, he works out pretty much like six days out of the week. And, you know, I don't. <laughs> I will work out maybe once a week with him. Um, a good week is like two or three times, you know, but he is very much more rigorous and he is so much more disciplined when it comes to working out. And for me, I just, uh, never really had that urgency to work out. And I have to say it's because of the beliefs I have about eating. Like I, ne- I don't have, I don't connect eating to, um, making me feel happy when I'm sad there is a thing where um, I notice when I'm experiencing sadness or grief or depression if I'm like really sad about something I don't eat like I I don't allow myself to enjoy food like I almost just eat enough to just sustain myself but I don't turn to food for comfort I actually I only allow myself to enjoy food when i'm happy like it's really weird and it's kind of backwards in a lot of people that i see that have weight issues they actually turn to food for comfort like when they're sad or depressed they turn to like a thing of donuts or you know whatever like a really delicious bag of chips with the best flavor whatever it looks like you know Um, but for me I notice when I am happy is when I want to eat really amazing like I want to if I'm happy and I'm celebrating something I want to eat like really great food Um, but when I'm sad I notice I don't allow myself that pleasure like it's almost like I don't deserve to be happy right now so I'm not gonna eat this amazing food like and it's almost like when I try to do it I don't enjoy it like I so I just don't it's for some reason in my brain I don't make that connection it doesn't connect with me so in Cabo I was so happy you know my partner was excited that we were able to go on our second trip to a really amazing place this year granted we just came from COVID and you know how COVID was we were really like fucking social distancing we were home a lot uh, we didn't really know tra- if traveling international was the best idea for just having kids and what if we were fucking stuck in that country and not being able to return, like all these like anxieties around traveling. And this year it just made it more, you know, the play- the, the world is just more open and restrictions have kind of dwindled and, you know, all the things. So. You know, when we were there, I think I was my happy level was like at 10 or 15, you know, given the 10 is the highest. I was really happy and really excited. So, I ate pretty much everything I could get my hands on. <laughs> like I I had more pina coladas than I needed. I um I ate like all the all the buffet things, like whatever they had because it was a resort and all inclusive and you know, they have these like all day buffet things and all day restaurant things and just everything i could fucking like think of i would eat or if they had it i would eat it you know one of the things i didn't get to try is tacos which i really wanted to because i was youtubing like where to eat and stuff and we saw the place in the city in the downtown area but we just didn't go off property as much only because it was kind of far from downtown and um, we didn't want to um, I don't know we were just kind of trying to be safe you know and I noticed that there was like a level of like worry <laughs> like yeah, I don't know what if someone kidnaps us or steals our shit and like so we were just kind of staying on the resort a lot more um, but the point here is that I was so happy and I, I ate my ha- I eat I, I ate so much because I was just so on level 15 right When we came back, so that last day, I noticed that like, you know, something happens where I went number two and it was like fucking crazy number two. Like it was the craziest number two. If you could imagine like bridesmaids, that scene in the wedding shop where they get crazy and it's like a disgusting imagine. Like it was like that, that last day. And luckily it was that last day because if I was like that, that whole time I wouldn't have... Um, I think it would have been like a shitty trip. But anyway, that last day, you know, luckily on our way home we were I was fine, like but I could feel it. You know how you can feel it, but you can control it because you're an adult. <laughs> like you're a grown up who can kinda of control what's happening down there. So anyway, I get home and I noticed like that night I couldn't sleep. I felt like I needed to go number two, nothing came, but I was just so like in this weird uncomfortable place. And all week long, it, it ensued. Like, it was, like, me just being uncomfortable, me trying to eat food, and the next thing you know, like, my stomach hurt. And then, like, I had to, like, you know, get crazy on the toilet again. And it was just, like, this weird, like, thing that was happening with me where my body... My body, I don't know, for some reason just wanted to release toxins that my body had accumulated. Granted, I looked it up, you guys. Uh, It's called Traveler's Diarrhea. (laughs) How crazy is that? It's called Traveler's Diarrhea. You can get it like if you travel to Asia, like Japan, Mexico, South America, all these like locations where they serve, um, you know, it's really E. coli, like you got served food that had E. coli on it, someone didn't wash their hands or some shit like that. But if you traveled um, somewhere and you came back with like just really a bad stomach flu, it's really considered traveler's diarrhea. So I had traveler's diarrhea, you guys, for a whole week. And what happened was that I stopped eating like, like the food that I usually eat, like I can take down food especially when I'm fucking happy. Like when I'm a happy ass motherfucker, I can eat like a motherfucker. Okay. Like I can like really just get into it. Um, but this week I didn't and I, I, I literally like my body was just cleaning itself out. Um, I, I ate like soup. I ate top ramen. You guys I actually really enjoy top ramen. Even when you like, um, chef it up, you know, like, I like fresh garlic I like fresh onions like I saute it before I put the noodles in like I make my shit like super bomb but this time I couldn't even do that I had to literally just eat it out the package with some seasoning and water and that was it that was all what my stomach could take and that's all I ate and I noticed that I was shedding weight right just like a thermostat like a a like your financial thermostat if it's used to being a certain weight it's gonna find and create circumstances for you to shed the weight or to gain the weight and it's so weird that my body was doing that and mind you right before the trip i weighed myself i hadn't weighed myself in like at least last year i didn't weigh myself till like maybe Last summer, and I don't even let it get to me. Like, I don't care what the number says. Again, I only use like the, I only go off of what my clothes feel like on me. And even that, I don't really allow myself to get crazy about. Like, if I can't button these pants, I'm not wearing them. I'm gonna throw on a fucking dress. Or if I can't button these shorts, I'm not wearing them. Or I'm gonna wear them and I'm gonna unbutton one button. <laughs> You know, and wear like a big like loose top over it because I just for some reason never had trouble with weight, you know, as just in my adult life, in my childhood life, I've never had trouble with weight. But the weird thing is, is that I noticed during that week of like me having this like really interesting stomach flu after we'd come back. My body was literally trying to get back to this weight this like in this way and you know usually I'm like at 150 or something like that I haven't weighed myself I don't want to I don't really care it's just more like spiritually because I always connect things to like well spiritually what's happening to me like energetically what's happening to me like what what is like my body really telling me to do and when I was like you know pooping out this stuff and just eating super like clean. I guess I don't know if top ramen is considered clean, but I wasn't eating a lot of shit. Like I wasn't eating like the food that I usually eat. And you know, I kind of like, even in my diet, I gravitate to vegetables and fish. Like I really love fish and, um, I couldn't even eat that, you know? So it was weird that holistically i think my body was trying to lose and shed this weight that um essentially you know i'm better now i do notice though that like i just have to go easy you know i can't like get crazy at popeyes you know or i can't get crazy at like you know i like mcdonald's you guys i like number one i like the big mac and I like it with my sweet and sour sauce like I really like that however like I know if I get that I'm not gonna feel well today so like you know just things like that where I have to be more cautious of like what I eat and maybe that's just a part of like even getting older I notice like you know I get more full off of like the different types of breads I eat and I'm almost wondering do I need to go gluten gluten-free and I almost think is that even a concept that is real real or is it just made up for you know more money you know what I mean by that like how real is gluten-free anyway like we have gone through life like decades centuries um you know without this like special fucking bread we just ate bread (laughs) now it's like gluten-free bread vegan free bread like what it, you know but you know and now like with my stomach I'm thinking do I want to go gluten free or vegan free or do I even want to go um you know do I want to be a vegetarian now and not eat like meat like there's just a lot of weird concepts and thought processes that I'm going through with eating I know this has nothing to do with business however It is connected to spirituality because I, the whole time, the whole week, I was thinking like, what is, why is this happening? Why am I, why is my body forcing this like push of toxin release? Like all these things that it, that it doesn't want, wants to like cleanse it out. I really think it's because of this, um, weight thermostat my body's used to being at, like it's used to being at a certain like weight And, uh, I think I have kind of let go in terms of like managing that. And I feel like if you try to manage your, your weight, you fuck it up. Like I, that, my theory is that if you try to look at the weight, the weight scale too much, you fuck it up. Like it's almost like wanting something and then like fucking it up because you, you're wanting it so much and you're attached to the, to the desire, Right. But if you're intentionalizing having something with trust, you manifest it quicker. But if you are so concerned with the actual number on the dot on a scale, it takes away from like the freeness of just living your life and allowing things to kind of be be and like being in that vortex, right? Being in the vortex is essentially like feeling knowing what you want being intentional about it however releasing the expectations and how it comes to you and in what exact amount and just being trusting with the universe so that was my interesting um, stomach flu slash spiritual awakening thing happening with me um, over the past couple of weeks Um, and uh, you know I, I feel better I just can tell that uh, things are slightly um, still still kind of uh, trying to find its new um, regular I guess new regular if that makes sense and uh, I don't know I mean like things fit the same to me I don't really know if I lost so much weight again I haven't weighed myself but Everything is connected, you know energy like what's really happening with my body. Why did it do that? Why did I cause You know this to happen. I mean we were in Cancun earlier this year and This didn't happen to me and we I think I was eating a lot more over there too. They had more buffets than this this location Um, Granted, I think the location, the resort we were at at Cancun was a lot better than the resort that we were at uh, this time around. However, you know, I was eating like a fucking crazy person too. So like with that, what, you know, I, I really was introspective and like, well, what does that really mean? Like, what does it mean when um this happens and uh what do i who do i have to become what kind of realizations do i need to have here um and what what is the universe telling me what is my guides and angels telling me what am i doing you know like all these like reflections on like well what's really happening And you know, honestly, what's happening even in my personal life is things are really like amazing. Like, you know, it's summertime. We have four more weeks until summer's over. Um, You know, I have really just enjoyed this year. This year has been very, uh, lots of abundance, blessings, amazing relationships have come to me. I've even seen like, I've even gotten like closer to my family members. And, um, you know, I just, there's a lot of amazing things happening. My partner and I's relationship has like improved times 3000 only because of like one shift I've made on my internal thought processes. And like, I don't know where this stomach flu came from and I don't know if it's necessarily even connected to like my physical body, but like more, maybe this is a purge. Maybe you consider this a purge, right? Like. So even for you guys, like what do you, what is happening in your lives where it's like you're kind of being forced to purge, um, what's happening in your health, in your business, in your money, in your relationships. And this is the kind of things that, you know, as a, a an awakened individual, someone who's very aware should start thinking, uh, with and start thinking as like, well, what is it that's really happening? What's really happening? What's what am I needing to heal you know what am I needing to uh, remove what blocks need to get out of the way so I can become whoever it is that I need to become and these are this is like out of the three things and I'm gonna do a carousel post and probably talk more about this on my Instagram Um, I started listening to like four books in June And one of it is Accelerating Your Manifestation by like somebody named Ryu or something, R-Y-U-U, something like that. Um, And then I found two books at Goodwill. You guys, I love finding books at Goodwill, but they were uh, business books. One is um, Everyday Millionaire. And then the other one is um, The Entrepreneur Roller Coaster by Brian Darren or something like that. And, um, and then I, I'm reading a fourth book and it's called The Fourth Turning and it's um, understanding patterns in history and how there are patterns in our personal lives. There are patterns in our business life. There are patterns in history. There are patterns in our bodies. There are patterns in our relationships. And understanding that on a more deeper level so we can predict when these patterns are gonna happen and so that we can prepare for them beforehand prepare for them systematically what systems do you need to have in place what emotional stability do you need to have in place so so those are the four books I'm reading um, right now and even with that you know I'm still looking at the things that are happening in my life and I'm asking questions that are beyond um, you know the are beyond are beyond the um beyond the what the eye can see you know like with this stomach flu like what what does that really mean and what, what what caused that right and the purge that I think my body was asking for is just more an awareness of how. Um, it I think the the biggest thing that came to mind is just more like, well, you know, you're not really paying attention 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 to your weight. You might be not eating all the way healthy, so you need to start looking at that. And then also, I'm getting older, and my digestive system is, you know, it needs. probably need some help and so um, you know I even looked up this concept called leaky gut and I remember this concept a long time ago because before I became a business owner and a coach I was looking at um, how do I sell my book when I had become an author how do I really sell my book how do I make money off this book and all that I found this um, couple who I found on YouTube And uh, they got really rich by growing their email list and selling leaky gut like workbooks for like $7.99 or whatever have you. And um, they, you know, and I was like, leaky gut. And I remember thinking, what the fuck is leaky gut? And this is when I was like 29. I'm like, this isn't, this isn't, you know, for me. I'm not, I don't got a leaky gut. And now I'm like pushing 36, and now I'm thinking I got a leaky gut. Do I got a leaky gut? Like, it sounds weird. Doesn't that sound like stink? <laughs> it sounds stinky, doesn't it? Anyway, so I, I got, you know, I, I did some research on like reinforcement. Again, I've spoken about reinforcement in a lot of my lives. How are you building reinforcement in your business and in your life so that like you can be, um successful and if it's even with your business if it's your finances if it's your health if it's your relationships what reinforcement are you building into your your in these categories that guarantee for you to hit whatever mark you're trying to hit right so like even with your weight goals let's say you're trying to be a size 10 and you're a size 16 that means you are trying to shut off six inches from your Um, your stomach so what are you doing to cause that to happen and then to be realistic about that is how do you plan for when you feel like you don't want to do it and that's what I think a lot of people don't plan for is in goal setting you gotta plan for moments where you don't want to do the thing okay there's gonna be a a day where you don't want to work out you don't want to eat healthy um, you might not even want to shop organic because it's a little more expensive, right? And in that, are you going to build reinforcements in your in your um, lifestyle so that you can warrant and counter those lower vibrational tendencies that we all have? Reinforcements is so important, and um, you know, building reinforcements. With our life, our business is probably one of the key things to making you successful. And a part of reinforcement is accountability. Who's holding you accountable during those times where you don't feel like doing that the thing? You know, last year I had um, I had one client who uh, she's no longer with me, but who kind of really sided with her story a lot. She sided with her story a lot. And she, you know, had a really busy business that she had to work on her own. She had a husband she needed to take care of. She was a much older woman. So her husband was 10 years her senior. So he was much older than her. And it's like one of those things where you have to, you know, when you're older, your body starts showing it and you have to plan for those things and you have to hopefully build in an income that can support that lifestyle and still have the freedom and you're not stuck taking care of your spouse or whomever. And this is where I'm talking about reinforcement, right? She had a business that was successful. However, she had a time management issue. Well, I just don't have time because I have to take care of my husband. Well, I don't have time because I have all of these clients that come to my, my, um, that need me who book me and I just don't have time to put my intellectual property in a program where I can sell it you see how you know she was really allowing herself to believe in her story more than her capabilities and her unseen capabilities right and we had a really weird like um time we would talk meaning like we didn't talk every week so the breakthroughs there was really hard to maintain because we just didn't have consistent touch points and that's one of the things that I know if someone comes to me and they want to work with me like once a month your ability to break through is going to be slim Because you need consistent touch points. You need to have this consistent reinforcement. You know, like for example, if me and you work once a week together, right? And you're left with the six days um, to go into your life, to go and build and build your life, build your business, build your relationships, build whatever. And you have those six days with just you. there's gonna be times where you're gonna derail from the plan. You're going to go against what we had planned out to do. Your mindset's gonna feel a certain way. You're going, you know, it's just human. You're just a human being with a brain and that's just what it is. And if you and I don't talk every week for us to reinforce the plan, to reinforce the breakthroughs you're looking to have, you're going to have a difficult time doing it on your own you know and so that's what happened with with this previous client who wanted to work with me only a certain amount of time because again she wanted to you know she it was like her story about time management she didn't have enough time to invest every week once with a coach you know and she only did it once a week for a certain time frame and what happens when you do that what happens when you fall short on your commitments what happens when you sought out to be a service provider and actually I mean you want to be that and you notice that you no longer want to do it because you just put your literally work your trading time for money And your business has become a nine to five, essentially, right? Your business has become this thing that uh, is prisoning your your freedom. When your business should be opposite, your business should be fueling your freedom, right? And that's how come I always say, like, you got to build a business that you really want to have. What kind of lifestyle do you want to have? You know, one of the things that I use in my business is being able to have that last week off of the month and being able to, you know, do what I want. If it is working, if I do wanna work, if I do wanna work that last week out of the month, then that's my choice. If I don't and I wanna go somewhere nice with my partner or with my children, I can. Like it's up to me, you know. It's one of those things where it's nice to have the option versus being stuck with only one thing you have to do that. It's it's literally a 9 to 5 if that's the case. So you know, I think this is more like how do you really how do you really look at your life more of an introspective person versus like a woe is me person? Oh man, like cuz I, I could have looked at this like how come I got the stomach flu and Jordan did not Right. like did the whole victim thing or how come, ca- you know, like why is, you know, victim, victim, like boohoo and me, right. Boohoo and like, like, Oh man, like I can't really perform for my clients. My clients had no clue I was going through this. You know, I just fucking did what I had to do and did some workarounds around some stuff when I needed. But I made, I kept all of my commitments, my calendar, whatever calendar appointments I had, I made them. I made every single appointment I made, I I had planned. I got a lot of my to-dos done. I even got my workbook completed this new updated workbook, which I revamped and, and really like made it uh, more modern, sleek looking, which is I'm excited to have. It says they, Amazon says I'm going to get them tomorrow. So I'm really excited about that. Um, but you know, how can you introspectively look at like the results in your life and seeing, well, what do I need to learn from this? Right. And, and not from a place of victim. Well, I got to learn from this because, you know, I'm a dumbass. Like, no, not like that. Or like, I'm a fool or I don't uh, trust myself enough to listen to my intuition. See, you're stupid. That's the reason. Like, I don't want you to look at it from that point, but really from like a place of, well, what does the universe want me to learn really? Like in a loving way, what does the universe want me to learn in the most loving way, in the most um, personal development method, right? In the most honest and and joyful experience way you know what i mean okay that is it for me you guys have an amazing weekend and happy july 4th and um if y'all are my clients i hope you guys did your mid-year check-in homework for next week i am going to send out a reminder email to everybody um and that is it have a great day guys If you enjoyed this show, please remember to subscribe, like, and share. If you are interested in collaborating, please send me an email, info at talkswithmaria.com.